0: Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new series on Unplug with Annie called Purpose. I am super excited to announce my first guest on the series. Rashawn Copeland is the founder of I Am So Blessed Daily and Without Walls Ministries. He's a writer for Church Leaders, God TV and the God's Not Dead blog. He also is a host of Scripture and Stories podcast on the Converge podcast network. He also serves on the Life Church, which is a you version. Bible app team, and he assists with global digital outreach. Uh, He's a graduate of the University of Central Oklahoma, and he's currently earning his MDIV at Liberty University. He lives in Oklahoma with his family, and um, I just think uh, Rashawn just sends out such a positive, positive vibe, if we're talking vibes. Um, He's someone i followed for a while and just am truly inspired by, and I think it would just be a wonderful kickoff to a season which is all about finding our purpose, especially at a time of uh, a lot of uncertainty.
1: Well, welcome, Rashawn, to Unplug with Annie. I'm super kicked that you're doing this. I know we've been trying to arrange it for a while. So, thank you for joining.
2: Annie, thank you so much. I absolutely love what you're doing. I was just bragging about you to someone in my Bible study here recently, like a, a crew of people that were hanging out with me, just like all that you're doing. So I really appreciate you. your joy
1: oh thank you so much and yeah I'm you know always inspired by your content and obviously like you're spreading the word of God which is yeah always amazing so I mean would love to know a little bit about your journey when did like the ministry journey kick off for you
2: well it kicked off uh Really, really quick, right after I got this glimpse at the goodness of God in my life, like, I actually went out to Los Angeles, I was far from God. And I was doing some, you know, trying to get into the acting scene. And I was actually a hype man for a little bit for a guy named Soldier Boy. And as I began to sort of ride this rocket ship of social media fame, you know, and trying to get my name out there, I, I realized as my sort of stock was going up, my followers were going up, my uh, soul began to diminish. Like I literally felt this sense of depression, you know, living in this house in the valley, had a G wagon, a nice car, you know, hanging out with all these stars. But at the end of the day, I was broken. I was hurt. And I was laying in my house one night. And uh, I was just going to take my life. I was suicidal. So I went and grabbed, you know, a pistol. And, you know, I was going to put the gun in my mouth and as i'm you know just thinking through i was thinking two things at that point one if i were to pull this trigger now what's going to happen after i die like what's going what am i going you know basically am i is it true is it true that i'm going to stand before like a just a holy a loving god but a just and holy god and i, I was nervous and scared about that uh but number two is I had already been shot when I was 17 years old, gunned down by a young man who was a blood and he, that's a gang out here. It's a street gang here in America. And he tried to take my life because one, a lot of my pride got in the way because I was trying to defend the honor of the girl that I was dating. And, you know, him being that ex-boyfriend, he didn't want me dating that young lady. So he put a pistol on me one night and he shot me twice Uh, so with that being said, I was like, I don't want to, I know what the havoc of, you know, what, what, what kind of havoc that is wrecked on a body that's just been gunned down. And I didn't want to shoot myself and live through it and have to go through that pain again. So it was so much racing through my mind that night. And I just remember, I was like, okay, God, if you're real, I threw the gun down. If you're real, you got to show me that you're real. And then uh, I look over on the bed and there's a cell phone that just, it just, you know, how the cell phone glows whenever you get a notification. Uh, I seen the light that moment. That was sure of how Jesus showed up to me. He showed me the light of the cell phone. But <laughs> I, I swiped right and it was a young lady. The only Christian girl that I was following at this time had uh, sent a message right in the m- moment where I was on the brink of suicide. And it said this, it said, Oh, how wide, how deep, how vast the love of God is. And nothing in all creation can separate us from this love that's found in Christ Jesus. And when I was reading, I was weeping. I read it like 20 times as I continue to read it and read it and read it. My heart began to soften and soften and soften, and for that first time, I cried out to Him with all of my heart, saying, "God, if this is true, if this is real, if You're a God who loves, if You're a God who saves, if You're a God that says nothing can take Your love away, show me and make it true, solidify this truth in my heart." And uh, He began, He began to even show me more after that, and I, I never looked back. Uh, but there's a lot, a lot of other crazy things that that happened that same night, and which led to me, you know. Going out serving him with all my heart, my soul, strength to this day. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) Wow, that's that's an amazing testimony. Well, I mean, it's so interesting that you brought this up because um, even though I know this episode will release much later, something which is happening this year is just the craziness of Corona has hit us and Mm. there's, you know, no uncertainty. Apparently, the suicide rate is on the increase.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which
1: is, which is really scary. And it's just, I know it's something that you talk about quite a lot, which is like, you know, not drifting through life, um, wondering what your purpose is. And I just feel like for people who are in that place right now, who are just wondering, you know, what is my purpose? Like looking around them, seeing this whole situation, um, not understanding what their place is in the world what yeah. would you say in terms of someone seeking and, and longing to find out what their purpose is? What what it. should they do? What, what advice would you give them?
2: I love that. Thanks so much for asking, because that's been a cr- question that sort of riddled me for years and years and years, like the purpose of my life, like why am I here? And in order to know something's purpose or someone's purpose, you have to go to the one who created it and I would say your first and ultimate purpose is is to, to know God to know your creator and and you can do that in various ways one you can the Bible says you can cry out to him or call out to him at any given moment and and he knows you but it's so important that you get to know him I think what else is important you can you know know him through the Bible the word of God uh and knowing him uh, will begin to open your eyes to why you're here, your purpose, and you'll be able to see as you read the scriptures how, you know, his son lived, Jesus, and he's the ultimate example for us, but not only that, you'll also be able to get to know your identity, like your true identity. We have our broken image, and then we have our true image. Our broken image is what sort of Adam and Eve have brought along, you know, it's our sinful, our broken, our corrupt image, but Jesus Christ came to give us a new image. He He came to remake us again, make us over a far greater uh, us as we're in him. So there's, there's so much. Uh, and I just think what's amazing is that he doesn't save us just from something like from, from hell or anything like that. He doesn't just save us from something, but for something, there's a, pur- there's truly a purpose for you why you're here. And it's, is to shine a light to this broken, dying world. Like we see, everything has just went up in in, in, in flames over COVID nineteen, the racial sort of riots and loot. You know, all this stuff looting in America. I'm not sure how much is going on over there, but COVID's huge over there as well. But it's just been so much going on, and the Lord's shaking things up so we can run back to Him who can't be shaken. You know, mm. what can, who's true and can't change so
1: wow. yeah that's amazing that's that's uh yeah that's a really great share um you 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 mentioned you know you, you mentioned the idea of image and yeah. um and it just reminds me of like this whole kind of conversation around identity and you mentioned like obviously the racial riots which are happening right right now so i sometimes you know what i'm thinking i just i feel like we on my own faith journey like I, I felt like I was questioning my identity a lot. And mm. I feel like we're in a world where to a certain degree our identity is almost like adopted. Like, you know, our yeah. belief systems get shaped by people around us, our schooling, um, you know, not, not necessarily our values, but our parents' values, religion,
2: um, yeah.
1: you know, our, what we stand for and how we feel about things like racism. So in, in like a world which is pulling us in so many directions, I mean, social yeah. media, like you mentioned, um, how can we almost like reconstruct our values and actually understand what our personal values are rather than our parents or our friends or, yeah. um, you know, what the world is feeding us?
2: Yeah, so good. that And that's timely. Like one... Um, I will say, try, try the best you can to get disconnected from your phone. And, you know, I, I, I say this sometimes, like if we don't have our appointments with God, we'll have disappointments in life. Everything is set up to like, almost if we allow that thing, whatever it is, our person, if we put anything before God, the moment that thing fails or dies, we'll die with it because it was never meant to be our source. Our source has always been meant to be God. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He, he leads me. With, you know, I can go through the whole book of Psalms 23, you know, the, the whole book of Psalms. And it just points like God is not only the one who is, a, is our good father, our creator, but he's also the one that gives us our purpose, gives us our identity, but also he's our security. And you know he, our acceptance comes from him, and everything else is trying to bend us and, and break us and even, but there's good things like God created the world, and everything you know is good because God created it. Uh, but if it becomes the ultimate thing, that's when it becomes an idol and it, it can destroy us. So I would just say yes, so so here's getting back to your question. Uh find a time to go out in nature, get away from everything and everyone, and, and really just count the costs and, and 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 just pray and allow the Lord to minister to you and sort of silence the voices because the Holy Spirit speaks and when, when he speaks he whispers and it's hard to hear him whenever we're out there in the chaos of the world. <laughs> I can tell you that firsthand.
1: For sure. For sure. Oh, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. Um, so you've written a book as well called Start Where You Are. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about the book.
2: Love it. Love it. So with me being, you know, a guy who is far from from God, you know, and I'm sure your testimony is phenomenal, too. So you can attest to this like you know, the Lord meets us in our mess. Like he doesn't meet us where we pretend to be, but he meets us where we actually are. So my encouragement and my challenge for anyone who's reading this book is just bring your mess to God, you know? Uh, and, I, and I'd and i say oftentimes, like if you think about all the disciples in the Bible, he, God met them somewhere. Even the apostle Paul, he was on a, the road to Damascus to go slaughter Christians, to go kill Christians. And, and Jesus shows up on the scene, you know, in his glory. And he just basically says, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And then, and then Saul, you know, even though he went blind, the Lord, his mercy met him in his mess. And he said, oh, I was blind, but now I can see. And then God sent him out on a mission. So he didn't just meet him where he was or to keep him where he was, but he loved him through where he was to lead him out for a greater purpose, for his true mission you know and 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 i think it's just so beautiful we even see stars and celebrities right now you know being wrecked by god such as kanye west you know what i'm saying like I'm, I'm not looking down god uses sort of the unlikely to do the unimaginable like no one thought kanye west would have been someone who would even speak the name of god or speak the name of jesus unless it was on a like in blasphemy but, but he's literally gotten the name of Jesus out to almost the whole world right before all this stuff hit. And I don't think it's a coincidence that God used him in such Mm -hmm. a time like this to soften the hearts of people.
1: True, true. I mean, so the case with faith a lot of the times is, um, you know, a- another thing is that it's never, like God never promises that it's easy, even when you walk mm. in faith. Um, yeah. And I think like, even though God's promises are amazing, like the walk isn't easy because we get tested yes. a lot. Um, so so uh, uh, early on in, in your faith journey, were there times where you just felt really kind of torn between like, okay, what the world says versus what the word says, and and how do do you kind of deal with that battle?
2: Yes, so good. I'm so glad you asked that question, Annie. Uh, What I think of immediately is I had tons of problems. One, my associations made all the difference in the world. If I am with unholy, ungodly men, uh, my life is going to sort of reflect that. You know, have you ever heard the saying like, uh, you are the sum of the five people you hang with or something, or mm-hmm. you should never be like the smartest in the room and things like that? I think it's so important. Even the scripture alludes to this in uh, Psalm chapter one. Uh, it speaks into uh, blessed are those who do not walk in step with the wicked, nor take the way of sinners or sit in the company of scorners, but blessed are those who delight and dwell on the, in the words of the Lord, on the word of the Lord day and night, then you will be prosperous and successful in all you do. So like, it's this aspect of, you know, you know, being with the right people that can help you through this non-easy, cause this route is not easy. The faith walk ain't no cakewalk, it's tough. It is like Jesus said, you know, narrow is the path that leads to life and few find it, but broad is the path that leads to destruction. And people don't want to go the narrow route because it's hard. And I just encourage anyone out there, like, uh one, your association, like who you associate yourself with makes all the difference. But not only that, you know, um yeah, there's so many other things that play into it as well. It's just things we have to yeah everything from our thought life taking our thoughts captive and you know uh what we're doing in our idle time being productive doing the lord's works you know because the bible i think the idle hands are the devil's playground the moment we find ourselves just drifting 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 into everything and not being productive in god's purpose is when we sort of plummet in our walk at times and i think solomon knew about that really well (laughs) yeah true true
1: and and I guess that ties in nicely to this idea of fear as well, because so many people are paralyzed by fear um, and it stops them from even, you know, using the God given talent they have and actually doing something with it. So how do we deal deal with like fear better, you know, despite the fact that, you know, we have, we can go to the word of God, we have these amazing promises, but why do we still doubt that, you know?
2: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Uh, here's one thing that I, when I think of fear, it's it's not necessarily fear of, of walking through a, a storm necessary, but it's more a fear of people for me personally. And when I began to think about like, if we have our perspective, right, like who is the God that we truly serve? Like the, if we look at the scriptures, the scripture says, don't fear the person that can kill the body and do no more, but rather fear the one that can kill the body and cast the soul in hell. But that's the that's the more of like scary, like uncomfortable stuff, right there, right? right. I Are mean, you not really, you know? But it's it's so truthful. But on the other end, like we haven't been given the spirit; those promises we haven't been given the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. If we got the God who's the creator, the makers of the heaven and earth, and who spoke this world and is still spinning on the words, let there be. And, you know, if we have this God on our side, if he's for us, who can be against us? If we come out with that perspective, I think so much, uh, we, yeah, we'll, we'll see like, Oh, we'll be like, uh, was it, was it Meshach? Uh, or, ah, uh, I forgot their names. Meshach, me uh, and the I, Yeah. But these guys were basically in the flames Uh, they basically have to go in. We must obey our God. And they went into the flames uh, of fire and they didn't get burned. But the two guys that were next to it who didn't Mm. fear God, they died. And, you know, Jesus was in the flames with them. Like we have a great, gracious, all-powerful God who's omnipotent and omniscient and all-knowing, all-seeing. Yeah, so he he knows everything and he's all-powerful and he's with us and he knows us and he loves us like crazy, like so we we should just walk in that with him
1: yeah it's almost like it's just constant practice isn't it like constant reminder constant practice for sure for sure and and another thing which i think i've personally dealt with is like you know wanting to hear god's voice and like wanting to and you know we almost want it to be like so audible we keep asking for multiple confirmations and it's like you know for all we know it could be that tiny whisperer it could come through a, a friend saying something to you at the right time just like you got that message
2: yes Um, so true
1: so it's it's you know what what are the signs if there are any what are these signs that we should look for when something is right when we want to get aligned with the purpose god has for us
2: um so i would say totally so be like there's so many different things that you can do throughout the day. Like what are some things that truly stand out uh moment by moment throughout the day? I would say practicing sort of God's presence throughout your day. Like it's, it's a lot easier than I think we, we, we think, you know, a lot of times our minds, our mind does drift and we get sort of like on this uh, we get in our own world. We become the center of our own universe, but, one of the greatest things is to be able to see from God's eyes, everything from his perspective and not your own. And, um, and, and constantly be meditating on the word of God and, you know, embrace that renewed sort of mind state that you are now who you are in Christ. And like, you have to truly like dwell and think on these things. And that's when, you know, one, your utter brokenness will show up, but his grace is sufficient for your weaknesses. And it'll just play itself out in your life. Like, even, so for instance, I've been struggling with the backache, like, and it's been more of like, because I was playing football in college, I did a lot of years of football, and so you remember when Paul said, I got a thorn in my side, like, mm-hmm. I believe this is the thorn in my side to keep me humble, but um literally, this reminds me, I feel the gospel all throughout my, you know, this brokenness in my back, it's just like, God, you've given me the grace to, you know, change my baby's diapers. You're giving me the grace to get on this uh, sort of podcast with you, Annie, and, you know, to love my wife, to lead my family, to go out and serve. Like, all of this is amazing, despite what the brokenness and pain is. Jesus, when I look at him on the cross and what he's did for me, uh, it makes it, you know, so evident that I am so, so unworthy of what he did, but he gave it to me anyway. He, he laid it this life down and I can sacrifice for others now. So like playing the gospel and all of like your brokenness, even if it's a broke down back or whatever it is, just practice his present. If you're sweeping the floor, just be like, God, sweep, sweep my sin, my brokenness with your mercy today. If you're cleaning dishes, uh, wash me clean today, Lord, my mind, my heart, like whatever, whatever it is, going out the door, getting in your car, see the birds in the air the trees say god i thank you for making these birds in the tree you know it's yeah. just thanking him they in practicing that presence of, yeah. of god yeah
1: that's yeah that's so good i think that's like a real practical practical step that we can take and obviously the more awesome. we do that the more closer we would be and more in relationship we would be and um yeah I I think the closer we are, the more, so I always find that, you know, when I, when I'm not making that time, when I'm not giving that time, I somehow go off course and wrong things tend to happen.
2: (laughs) True. So true. Me Uh, too. Yeah. (laughs) All
1: all the time. All the time. I know. How is obviously now with, you know, this movement has started, which is of course in the States, I know it's even even greater than, I mean, when I was out in Mumbai, it wasn't really uh, prevalent at all, but we're seeing it in London a lot as well um, in terms of Black Lives Matter, the movement that started. Um, Yeah. How, in your opinion, do you feel we can, it's something I asked Jason Maiden recently when we did an interview as well, but just how you know we can educate ourselves better how we can be more loving towards each other more understanding because it just seems to a certain degree it's creating more segregation um, yeah. but obviously we can never understand another person's uh you know situation yeah, completely unless we're in their shoes but is there something that we could just be doing at this time to just be better, take that responsibility with ourselves to educate ourselves better um, in terms of you know the the things we 're supporting, and yeah, how do we really support this movement going ahead?
2: I love that, I love that so i I would say just as a as a black man uh from my perspective in knowing the deep hurt uh the disappointment uh that 's going on uh that has just been a ticking time bomb, like it's literally. Uh, the result of things that have happened years and years and years ago, leading up to this very moment. And there's much more to come. You n- remember, like, because this problem isn't a skin problem, it's a sin problem. We are all broken at the core. So like, at the end of the day, uh, I would just say the best way to navigate through this, what if it's an unbelieving sort of uh, crowd or a believing crowd, but it's sort of like justice is something that We as believers know uh, vengeance is the Lord's, so we leave it to the judge. However, we need to stand firm ground and hear like Jesus would uh, fill the wounds of those who are hurt and uh, he would heal the wounds of those who are hurt. And so being attentive to what they are saying by listening, but also finding ways to we are called to serve And, and, and we're like sometimes it's not you know, writing a long message or speaking a sermon over like, hey, dude, they're doing wrong and they're doing wrong. But sometimes it's just simply being attentive, loving them, and, and helping them navigate through the situation. Uh, and, yeah, I really appreciate my brothers and sisters that aren't Black who come alongside and tell me they understand and they get it and and actually actively want to, you know, step up and tie up the bootstraps and go out and speak truth in the face of lies, you know,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: doing it in a way that's loving, that's compassionate, that truly does care about that officer or truly does care about, you know, um, uh, those who are way, you know, the looters, whoever it is, like, we're we're praying mer- mercy on all sides and grace and compassion on all sides, that God will heal this land. and And we all got to humble ourselves first, though. And that's what it's gonna take, but for instance, uh there was a young man who came to me uh recently uh and he was basically telling me how, dude, I know you're a black brother, of course, you know, my skin, but um my prayer is that he would Any, he, he was basically telling me how sorry he is for his people and things like that i immediately said, no don't 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 tell me that, man, you're okay like i here's what I would rather you do." Uh, of course, you know, see my skin color, but I would rather you love me because I would rather you see me through the eyes of God rather than through your own, because the moment like I mess up or I fail, yeah, I just want to, I want you to love me the way God loves me, bro. Like it it doesn't even have to be, you're reaching out because I haven't, you know, for the skin stuff, this, yeah because i'm black and stuff like just love me how god loves me and we, we're good there bro like you know i don't know it was just so it was kind of a weird circumstance and i felt kind of off and i thought i need to share that right mm-hmm. here today uh because a lot of people feel like this level of sympathy that i have to reach out to this guy because i'm like an obligation to do it right because god sees me bro and and, and we're good like yeah i know if I, mess up and i feel sometime you're not gonna write off all the black people but rather you'll see everybody as god sees them yeah
1: yeah it's it's kind of weird
2: awkward situation but yeah it's crazy stuff going on
1: it is it is but i think that it's just it's been a crazy year but i think a lot of a lot of um a lot has been brought to light which was in darkness and i just feel like we we need to get it right now this year. I think a lot of good change needs to happen, and we do need to wake up and 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 change. I think. Amen,
2: sister. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. But thank you so much for just sharing. Um, you know that little part about your journey, and just um, I think just giving us a lot of clarity about God's word and promises. Yes, Annie. Um, yeah. It's been it was, amazing.
2: I love love your joy. Like it's so contagious. And I really appreciate you <laughs> oh. for even even having me on your show. Is, I'm humbled by it. So you're you're a blessing. You will be on mine here soon. I'm excited about that oh, too. We'll have know, a great conversation.
1: For sure. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that a lot. But till then, stay safe. Um, yeah, take care. And um, yes, yeah, thanks, thanks for taking
0: time out for this
2: all right thank you as well annie
0: well that was the end of another episode on unplug with annie i hope you tune in next week when i talk to another exceptional guest as usual every sunday we're continuing the series of purpose and i hope it's Thoroughly, thoroughly speaks to you. It affects you. I hope you're inspired to share the message with someone. And I hope that you have already subscribed to the podcast. If not, please go to www.unplugannie.com and you can find all the podcast links as well as other links and articles which may be of interest to you. You can also subscribe and receive the weekly email newsletter to your inbox and be part of the family in a more active way. Until next week.